0: Welcome to 100PM, the show where we're interviewing 100 expert product managers around the globe to bring you all the actionable advice you need to succeed in product. I'm your host, Susanna Bate, product coach and founder of The Development Factory. And today, you're listening to How to Define Your Product Strategy, an exclusive multi-episode series featuring Gib Biddle, former VP of product for Netflix. Today's episode is the Strategy, Metric, Tactic, block up
1: How to assign metrics and tactics to each high-level hypothesis. In 2005, Netflix explored six key product strategies. For each strategy, we had a team focused on experiments to prove or disprove each theory. Here's the 2005 high-level product strategy for Netflix coupled with metrics and projects. Personalization was the high-level strategy, and the proxy metric for this was the percentage of members who rate at least 50 movies, 5-0, by the end of six weeks. Some key projects, something called the ratings wizard and experimenting with the star widget, which is what enabled ratings. Product strategy number two was keeping things easy and simple. The proxy metric for this was the percentage of members who added at least three titles to their queue in their very first session. That was the minimum number required to create a list that Netflix could send the movies to you. An example project, we worked forever on just simplifying that day one experience. The strategy number three was social. And for for this, the proxy metric was the percentage of members who connect to at least one member within Netflix. And the project or tactics was building out this friends network. Margin enhancement. We measured this in gross profit per member, And some example projects were used DVD sales, our advertising experiments, and then lots of price and plan testing. Strategy number five, unique movie finding tools. The percentage of members who add at least one title a month via previews, that was our proxy metric. And then example projects, we did personalized previews and we did previews on the synopses on the movie display page. And then the sixth product strategy we explored in the year 2005 was next-day delivery of DVDs. The proxy metric for this was the percentage of first-choice discs delivered the next day. And a substantial project or tactic against this strategy was automated hub expansion. Each of these strategies had a clear proxy metric to determine if the high-level product strategy delivered or not. And there were typically two or three projects. Think of these as tactics that worked to deliver against each of the strategies. In retrospect, we know that four of the high-level product strategies worked, and two failed. Both social and movie-finding tools failed. Over the years, we learned to double down in areas where we moved our proxy metrics and demonstrated retention improvement. We also learned to cut our losses when projects didn't deliver. Product strategy exercise number five. This is the exercise designed for this article. Using the Netflix product strategy as a guide, articulate each of your high-level strategies, the proxy metric for that strategy, along with projects against each strategy. In the next essay, I dive deeper into identifying proxy metrics. I will focus on the theory that a simpler product experience improves retention. Keep listening to learn more.
0: Can you say more about what makes a good metric? You use the term to determine if the strategy is delivered. I'm always thinking about the ways in which we define a metric can make them inherently successful or not. How do you know that it's a good metric for your product strategy?
1: The first is... Make sure everyone agrees on the high-level metric. So at Netflix, that was retention. No one ever questioned or challenged that. It was a great way of determining is the product getting better. And we measured that at the beginning. Like retention at Netflix was stinky. Ten percent would cancel every month. Today, it's two percent, right? And, and when I was there, it was like four and a half percent would cancel each month. The challenge is that that's a high-level metric. It's very hard to move. It's hard to do big A-B tests. So you, did, you need the proxy. And the big surprise to most is that often it took 6, 9, or 12 months to isolate that meaningful proxy. If you were a product leader in streaming, Brent Avery launched streaming in January 2007. He worked for me. His proxy metric was the percentage of members that streamed at least 15 minutes in a month that we could find the data we were specific about the 15 minutes because that was the smallest increment of value the shortest episode we had on tv was 15 minutes and then our guess was if we could drive that metric north it would actually improve retention the two would correlate and all of those things turned out to be true but it took us a while to isolate that metric. And then if you talk to Netflix today, I'm sure it's no longer 15 minutes. I'm sure they're looking at percentage of members that are watching at least 20 hours in a month or 30 or 40, because that's probably the primary driver of retention today. This one is complicated. (laughs) This one takes time. It takes digging in the dirt. You've got to be able to find the data. You've got to see if it correlates to retention. And the long term, sometimes you want to prove that it actually did move retention you know, via causation. As much as I, earlier, I've tried to simplify the strategy, you have to do a lot of heavy thinking and give time to isolating the right proxy metrics. If, if you get it wrong, you're, you could be wasting a lot of time.
0: When you say it could take 12 months, that implies that there's a lead time in the planning itself. Because if I follow your framework, as you've outlined it in this series, you say, okay, first we bundle up all of our strategies, then we kind of cross-reference them to say, can we make this true against delight. Can we make this true against hard to copy? Can we make this true against margin enhancing? If yes, proceed to how will we know it's successful, which is the proxy metric. But if you're saying it takes that long to extrapolate or or distill down to the measurable thing, what if, again, I'm at the beginning? What if if I need to to roll now?
1: So that's where I would start with your hypothesis about the right proxy metric. And over time, with more information, you may choose to vary it.
0: Okay. So it's okay to change on the success signal.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. And that happens from time to time.
0: One of the things that I love about this show or love to do on this show is help all of our product people listening in to feel a little bit less alone in that they're not doing things as well as they think everybody else is doing them. This is a little bit of a reversal, but I read your essay so many times and I have followed the worksheets and I've done the things and I inevitably find myself coming up against the, this is harder to practice than in reality. Yes. So this is a note yes. to our listeners yeah. to say, and this is why we're having these conversations. These are great, practicable plans for how to be a great product leader and it's work.
1: Yes. Yes. It is hard. <laughs> yeah developing consumer insights hard startups are hard and what you got is the ability to experiment and with every experiment learn something and apply that learning to the next thing i know people think netflix is great or i hope they do and and a large success but at the end of the day you know we got it right wrong half the time and we just had high cadence experimentation and from each of those failed experiments we learned a lot
0: Gibbiddle, Biddle, thank you so much for being here. Can you tell our listeners how they can reach you, learn more, stay in touch?
1: I am www.gibsonbiddle.com. I'm also Gibson Biddle on Medium.
0: All right. You've been listening to 100 PM with give Biddle. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thanks a ton, Suzanne, for having me. It's been great.
0: Thank you for listening to 100 PM, the official podcast for 100productmanagers.com. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe in the Apple Store at Google Play or on Stitcher or leave us a great review so others can help find us. If you want to get in touch directly, email Suzanne at 100productmanagers.com or visit us on the web. Thank you.